Hi, thanks for joining us for Devotionals. Brief devotions for busy people. Taking you insider's look today into how the sausage is made. You can't see him right now, but in this room right now is Pastor Drew Smith eating a pizza right over there. But Devotionals has to go on. And so it's going on here as we continue our study in Mark. Mark chapter 2. Jesus is going to call a tax collector, a sinner, to follow him. It's uh, verses 13 through 17. So we're not going to read the entire thing. Just a few things that stick out to me I want us to, to touch base on. First is uh, this: these people are upset. They're upset. Now this is, uh, as if you're reading uh, Pastor Cook's book with us, 40 Days in Mark, uh, you'll, you may have noticed and remember that Pastor Cook points out rightly that Mark is stringing together for us five consecutive stories that talk about conflict that Jesus has between the religious leaders. And it's amazing because Jesus' ministry has begun with a bang. He's healing people. He's casting out demons. He's preaching the good news. And it unsettles the religious establishment. And so there's these conflict stories. It begins first with Jesus healing a paralytic. These, these friends, these four men, they carry this man to him. And there's so many people at the door they can't get in because people have come to hear Jesus. So they pull the roof apart and they drop the man down. You remember, and Jesus not only heals the man, but he did something that caused him the questions. He forgave the man's sins. They said, who can forgive sins but God alone? That was the first conflict story. The second conflict story, what I want us to look at today, is when Jesus calls a tax collector to follow him. And again, it's, it's this unnerving, unsettling moment when God is on the move. And he calls, uh, as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. Time out. We've mentioned briefly, briefly before on the devotionables, just about tax collectors. They were despised among the people. They were the lowest of the low. They essentially had turned their backs on their own people. They were traitors in order to make some profit for themselves. So Rome, you remember, is ruling the day. And so Rome says, this amount of taxes required, and we're going to have you, Gabriel, go around and collect the taxes. And if you want anything else for your own, just charge extra. So let's say ninth and O. I start coming alongside and saying, you know what? It's time for the ninth and O tax. And maybe that tax really is $10, but I want to cut, so I'm going to say, you owe $20. So now Nathanoe gets $10 and Gabriel gets $10. It wouldn't take very long for you all to despise me as a trader and one who was getting rich off your backs. And so Levi would have been detested as a tax collector, a sinner. And so they, they saw that Jesus was eating, eating with this man and his friends. And they said, why has he come to eat with sinners and tax collectors? Why does he do this? They grumble. The crowds always grumble. Pharisees always grumble at the work of God. Are you grumbling at the work of God? When you see God beginning to woo somebody to themselves, do you grumble and say, ah, kind of like Jonah with Nineveh? Well, why? I don't know, God. Are they savable? Why would you save them? I don't really know if I want the mercy to be extended to that person. Don't grumble at the work of God. And here is a beautiful verse. Verse 17, Jesus heard it. He said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, 
I came. Underline that if you have a Bible. I came. There's so many times I like to see this phrase in the, in the Gospels particularly telling us point blank why Jesus came. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, Mark 10.45. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost, Luke 19.10. And here in Mark 1.17, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. He came for you and he came for me, sinners. Our sin is different than Matthew's. I've never been a tax collector in the sense that I've robbed people. But my sin is deep and grievous. To the Lord, such the same. And I want us to think just for a moment, it's kind of a, a freebie. Sometimes we think, oh man, I don't have a really powerful testimony. I'm not like the Apostle Paul who was, you know, trying to round up Christians for persecution. I'm not like Moses who killed a man and went on about his life, or, or King David who committed this adultery with Bathsheba. And yet, Christian, perhaps you, you wonder, think about that oftentimes, and the Lord saved you at a young age. You have a powerful testimony it's because whether you were saved at a young age or later in life, the Lord saved you because you were a sinner separated from God. And that's the testimony of all of us, is that like Matthew, the Lord has called you to follow Him. And so you got up and you followed Him. Three times, follow me, followed Him, follow Him. You answer the call to discipleship. So don't be discouraged if you feel like you don't have a, a powerful testimony. Maybe your testimony is more like Matthew. Don't worry when the crowds are grumbling. Say, man, I can't believe the Lord saved him. But give praise to God. Keep following the Lord. Blessings to you today. Have a great weekend.